millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I've got an immersive 4D experience for any listening at home. You'll let you really like this. Check this out. Alexa, play Three Feet Deep by DJ Format. And now what's happening, if they've got an Alexa in your shot, they're getting a live version of our <laughs> intro song, which is going to hit right now. This week, the boys achieve a semi as Celtic's Friends Connection does the business against Greenock Morton. A trip to Mordor beckons as the hoops travel to take the high-end confidence huns. All this and more on the latest episode of 20 Minute Tims. Hello and welcome to episode 129 of 20 Minute Tims. I'm your host, Jamie, and on board this week I have Stephen. Hello there. And Melly. Hello. And we're here to talk about Greenock Martin and Rangers. Yes. So that, that's the two That's the two things on the Lots the, of Rangers actually lots, after yesterday's news. Aye, yeah. lots and lots of Rangers. Bring them on, bring them all on at once. Unique circumstances this week, we record this in the midst of a bread crisis <laughs> in Scotland. <laughs> I didn't know how much people in Scotland ate bread. It, I, yeah, I know. So they, much Bread so milk, much need bread milk. Just chain dough, eating, just doughy goats, chain eating pieces, a we, piece and toast. But you know the worst of it was right. Uh, so I went into my local Tesco. Obviously, need bread because everyone eats bread, right? Um, but I went round to the gluten free section. So much bread. Oh. So people obviously <laughs> just are not eating that muck. <laughs> Foreign muck. Yeah. Yeah. Scottish football has reached armour breading. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> Melly, how did you cope with the beast from the east? Struggled on that every day. Yes, yeah. Baltic. I've yeah. never left a house. I've basically just spent the last week in here practicing podcasting. But you're looking at your cat as if yeah. I may have to eat you, pal. Melly, <laughs> <laughs> um, you ventured to the Greenock Martin game. You braved the weather. Yes, I did. I Where you rewarded? Out. Were you rewarded for venturing out? <laughs> I was choking out of the house, and no, I was not rewarded. The you game were... convincing win in the end, but performance wasn't great and I failed to get my balls tickled by Paddy Roberts so, <laughs> oh, so it's a lose-lose for that guy Stephen well I asked for two things last week I asked for something similar to the 2016 result 3-0 okay. which I got yep. I also asked for confidence boosting goals and performances from the strikers and I suppose I got that as well yeah, yeah, so positives there absolutely did uh, Brendan Rodgers Melly game of two halves more or less that's what he said first half I'd agree with that Oh, it was drizzle yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the second half was a lot better it was it was really really poor first half and Martin started the first five ten minutes a better team we failed to have a shot on target till the 40th minute and the half time change of bringing on Edward for mm. Sinclair who was anonymous again changed the game I mean I hate to harp on we seem to mention Scott Sinclair every week so we'll just brush over it but he didn't even get that the hour Stephen he was whipped at half time this week unsurprising to be honest mm. I, mean, I've, I said a couple of weeks ago that there are several players 
in that team that I wouldn't have had anywhere near the first 11. Scott Sinclair was one of them. Um, De Vries was, was another one of those, and he's been absolutely fine. But Scott Sinclair hasn't done anything to change my mind on the fact that I wouldn't have him in the team just now. Sinclair's dropped off a bit of a cliff this season, really. I mean, I thought it was a blip, but it, it looks as if he's probably going to continue this form certainly until the end of the season. I don't really see any reason to pick up. A bit reminiscent of Chris Common's second season. Yeah, he disappeared but then came back. I think Sinclair will be back at at some point. I hope it's soon. I'm hoping the fact that Rogic is back, Roberts is back and Armstrong will hopefully soon be back. I think he really misses those players because they go beyond, they create chances and it leaves him space which he's getting none of. He's getting doubled up on, so he's nothing to work with. It's Stephen, the team sort of says, we always say, you know, the main criticism of Celtic at the moment is two sideways lack creativity. Now, we sort of let Dembele off and Griffiths off by saying they're not getting anything created for them. Is it maybe not the case that Sinclair's not getting much created for him either? Yeah, I suppose there's a case to be, to be made for that. I think he's been used in a slightly different way this season. As far as the creativity coming back into the team, I think everyone viewed upon that as the the same as the winter break, the, mm. the week off, as if it was going to be a fix-all for everything. Stick a player in there like Rogic, that's it. All the yeah. problems are done. But, but going back to Sinclair, ahead of last week's podcast, I looked into the... Astana game, the 5 0 Astana game, um, because the issues of head knocks and things like that came up um, yeah. with that, that Chris O'Reilly and Simonovic um, incident last week. We didn't get around to talking about it last week because we had loads of other stuff on, but I went back to that game and looked at it because that was the last time that kind of thing came up when Rogic was, was floored in the build up to Sinclair's goal. But watching the highlights of that game back, I was just like, where has that Scott Sinclair gone? Mm-hmm. In that game, he was just a completely different player. He was taking things in his stride and just busting through the fences and sticking the ball past the keepers. And I just, it's, where's he gone? What has, what has someone done with Scott Sinclair? We'll talk about lineups coming at the Rangers game later, but I mean, very quickly, do you envisage him playing against Derhun? I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have him in, to be perfectly honest. Not in this form. I, I like Melly. Um, I, I like Melly. I like Melly too. <laughs> no, but I, comma, like Melly, believe that it, it's not it's not over for him because there's a lot of people who seem to just believe that in this form, you can see him leaving in the summer, and to be honest, and, and we wouldn't really be surprised at that. It kind of happened towards the end of Stuart Armstrong's first couple of seasons. Mm. We thought, well, he's gone, and who, yeah. who would even miss him? But he's managed to turn it around. Scott Sinclair, I just, I hope he turns it around. I, I wouldn't like to see him go, but his form in the last few months has been fairly abysmal what was it you told us during the week guys one goal in 11 I think that's one goal in his last 11 he's yeah. scored now um, Melly from awful to Aussie <laughs> Tom Rogic he was good he was decent yeah it was good to no, see no, him no 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 he was good he was decent <laughs> yeah his, his energy bar starting to build up is, uh, yeah. Yeah. he's getting there he's getting there he created the first goal so that's all we could ask well we could ask a lot more of him but he's getting there slowly and surely and I think we look like a better team with him in it hmm. Sinclair hopefully he's back but this change of formation isn't really suiting him right now I'd like to apologise for something I've said in this podcast um, well first of all actually I'd like to apologise for saying I would take Glenn Leuven's back that was bollocks <laughs> and I shouldn't have said that but secondly I sort of said you know I talked down Tom Rogic a wee bit you see the more I think about it I, I like your Tom oh he's a, he's a tremendous player the, mm. the, the problem we spoke about a couple of weeks ago is that he's just he's off his work too much <laughs> aye, well. aye. Um, but it's good to see him in gradually getting there it was a nice a nice sort of continuation to having him back in the team having him play a bit more against Greenham Morton a few shots on goal a decent volley that just went yes just went that wide. was a great volley yeah. so yeah all for having him back in well the big man set up the first goal I think he was like, comes back out from a corner 
Martin will be raging because they defended quite well up to that, but puts the ball in perfect and Dembele's there, smashing header. That was a terrific header. Good, get the old neck. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a very similar setup to the Forest assist from, from last week. Yeah. Totally different in that Dembele had to generate all the power himself, whereas with the Forest one, as we said, all he had to do was be there and breathe it in over the line, such was the quality of Forest Cross. A good cross on his weaker foot from Rogic and Dembele absolutely buried it in off the off the underside of the bar. We needed to go at that point because mm. uh, just it felt in the crowd. I was getting a bit antsy. Everybody's getting a bit edgy just because the team's not playing well. And you said it when we were speaking in the group chat, Stephen. It's just every pass is conservative. It's, mm, yeah, they'll play it back. I know we keep we kept the ball and we keep going and we recycle play to open the space. But we did that last season. But there was an end product to mm. it this season. There doesn't seem to be the end product. There's, you've said it as well, Jamie, that there's nobody wanting to take that chance because there's so little players high on confidence. There's so little players making those runs beyond it. It's just not happening right now and the crowd are starting to feel it as well. Yeah, and sorry how many come on to that with what I was talking about Sinclair. Was that I don't know if this passing setup is necessarily suiting him because he, he is making runs, yeah. but he's not being found. I, I actually think, I mean, I'm, I'm starting to looking at the Sinclair thing a wee bit more and I'm starting to have a bit of sympathy for him I, the guy's having a bad season I just don't think the change and you you touched on it I had a wee look at Paddy Roberts assist stats last year just a brief glance at them he was terrific he must have been top of the assist table um, but he set up a lot for Sinclair as you touched yeah. on Armstrong as well him and Sinclair were setting up and I just think maybe the way the Sinclair changed the team's changed it, we're not getting the absolute the absolute best out of him well he's playing more inside this season mm. rather than on the touchline I, I just don't think it's him. I've touched on it in the, in the past I just I mean he's played a variety of positions for Celtic he's even played centre forward at times yeah. in kind of emergencies but I just I don't know what it's going to take to get get a rocket up him as it were and I don't think maybe it's as simple Rangers, maybe the Rangers game maybe uh, he's did some great performances against them I don't think it's as simple as you know the tendency these days is to just go well he's chucked it he's yeah, chucked it I, I don't believe that Dembele's chucked it yeah, yeah, Sinclair's yeah. chucked it I mean it's, I don't think it's as simple as that I think he's just going through some poor form possibly not helped by the system the, team's, the team plays the lack of bravery has come up several times in the last few weeks the last of, lack of bravery on the ball willingness to play the killer pass and play Sinclair I in. think the thing about us is we're very much in control of these matches it might not be exciting to watch do you know what I mean? It might oh, yeah. not be full of flair, and full, but we're very much in control. Oh, absolutely. You know, it, 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 these teams aren't really causing us a problem. We've got them pinned and we're just waiting for the opening, whereas before it was attack, attack, attack. Mm. Now we're just like, well, you know what? We're going to try and play a different way. That, that is right. I mean, there was no point during the game where I thought Martin are in this. There's a good no. chance. Even no. when we were 1-0 up, you were still... They didn't really create anything at all, but you just want somebody to try that pass because it's usually the crowd will go, oh... It was close rather than, ah, oh, like they do every time the ball's yeah. passed back. And when the crowd do that, it puts other players off trying it and it's just not happening right now. Maybe it's just up to the crowd. Maybe the maybe the, the crowd and the supporters just need to be a bit more patient and go, look, we're keeping the ball. We're mm. keeping the ball where we can. It's keeping the ball, but and then there's keeping the ball for no reason. Like There's so many players just turn inside and pass it to the centre-halves. I know that's how we play it. We want to work, build from the back, but... Just need to be a bit more direct. Jamie, you said recently after the St. Johnson game that there's no reason that Christopher Ayers should be man of the match in a home game yeah. against St. Johnson. But really, when you look at it, there's every reason that a centre half would be Celtic's man of the match in every game because they're the, players, the, ball the, yeah, most, they're, they're the players with the most mm. influence over the game. Yeah, Comper started. 
the first first game obviously he needed Boy, a bit, did he start oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah he did need a bit of a run out apart from I, I know what you're alluding to yeah. there <laughs> yeah, apart from that fine yeah, yeah, yeah me. absolutely solid he's, he, I mean he said himself after the game that he, he was a little bit rusty and he acknowledged that, that first pass that, that kind of put the Put the shithers up, everyone. But um, he didn't look like he was moving very well at first. I think yeah. it was, I don't know if it was nerves or he kind of looked like a, a player who was put into a charity game, like a retired player who was <laughs> brought back. He was kind of look, moving a little bit stiffly. But as much as he's hardly played for Celtic, he's hardly played at all yeah. this season. I think he's played three games. And him, like the rest of us, has been snowed in for three days. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so, he's, he's not been getting, <laughs> Did you see the video uh, Masonda put up on YouTube? He's bad. Uh, on Instagram, I was pulling out a wee bit of kick about his, his missus, just keeping the legs moving. Um, Brendan Rodgers, I mean, first half, he said that the tempo wasn't there. We hadn't had that time to train. I didn't personally didn't really buy into the, the no training thing. You know, he said we were rusty, whatever, I'll let him off. Um, but let's talk a bit about Edward. Changed the game when he came on at half-time, Melly. He was, he was great. His movement just took Martin away and created more space for Dembele as well. The two up top really did work. The first half formation wasn't working. We stuck with the back three and went two up top and it made such a difference. He's another one like Dembele that doesn't seem to enjoy all that great a reputation for the Celtic fans Aye. for some reason. He's, I think it's that daft price tag, which is irrelevant at yeah, the moment. No, it, doesn't, doesn't matter. it doesn't matter. That's as we say in this podcast, transfer fees. Are an illusion. They are an illusion, and it doesn't matter just now. Anyway, that's for the summer. We'll worry yeah. about that then. And it's, it's not even a price tag hanging over him because it's not like Paul Pogba has a price tag yeah. hanging over him because that's already been paid for him. Nothing's been paid for Edward, but people are still pointing to this Edward, price tag. Edward is absolutely fine. You can see why the price tag hangs over because you know that's how much you're going to pay mm. for him. You're always thinking, is he worth that? And for us to spend that money, you're wanting somebody like Adam Bailey who yeah. came in on fire and. Edward's not done that but he's not had the greatest of chances but because you're thinking good player I'd like to sign him but would you pay 7 million that's always the final question yeah, true. I, I get as well where people are a bit sceptical of him he does look a bit clumsy at times and he missed at least one absolute sitter in a Smolton game where Dunbelly put him through and he just hit it straight to the keeper but I mean the guy's doing well he has, he has chipped like in the important goals uh, no, I like, there's something about him you can see he's got it you can see he's got talent you know he might not have scored the goals that Dembele scored last year but I think he's he's got talent but again Melly yeah, as you say where does this conversation go the end of this conversation is would you buy the guy yes for 7 million and, no and the reason he came on and changed the game was that he provided something completely different he, yes he, he, powerful he, he went, yeah powerful and a lot of movement and we talk about this creativity and lack of attacking variety at times and that's that's exactly what it gave the modern defence something else to think about uh, we scored the second goal Mr Dembele scored it and it was a penalty although it was outside the box mm. it was wasn't it oh definitely yeah. I mean it, we, uh, when I first saw it I was like well, that, that's kind of close but it was at the box but do you know what we'll take it and, <laughs> and it never changed the course of the game one jot I think um, Jim Duffy acknowledged that after the game he said look I'm not saying it would have swung the game for us but mm. it's still important I mean it's gone from 1-0 to 2-0 yeah. at the home of the, the champions the best team in the country we, they need every slice of luck they can get and unfortunately it didn't go their way that time I'd like to take this moment though to, to criticise the referee for making a hole up there's a game mm, we won yeah. we won we benefited from a referee's decision we've been complaining about the standard of refereeing for a long time especially the past couple of weeks there's another referee's mistake this is the time to complain yeah. what a message it was sent if Brendan Rodgers came out and went what a howler the referee made of that he was standing right next to it and he gave us a penalty I against mean, Morton he literally did guess as well it's yeah. not, a lot of people say well if you guess 
you can't give it if you have to be 100% sure mm-hmm. to give a penalty but you saw in the footage afterwards saw the replays he is talking to his linesman over the, these wee kind of mouthpiece mm-hmm. things saying is that inside is that inside it's because the referee's a coward it's an easy decision to make he knows mm-hmm. I'm not really going to affect the game much if I get this wrong penalty yeah. you know what I mean the way Dembele falls in the box, he falls quite far into the box. He Done a good maybe, job, the boy. You could maybe see <laughs> that, but just, I, I thought when I first seen it from where I was sitting, it was a bit oof. So he's he's yards away. He should be getting that right. Dembele just slotted that penalty away with a plum, as they say. Yeah, smashed it in. He's not his usual wee sidestep in, but smashed it top in. Later came Edward's goal. Thoroughly deserved. Absolutely, mm. yeah, absolutely deserved it. He did. He worked really hard and he missed that chance. You think, oh really like this guy to get a goal a day because his performance deserved it and gives him a chance of playing next week but good work assist from Forrest on that one yeah. I'd like to mention Scott Brown's contribution to that goal as well because it was his ball that made it it was his ball that made space for Forrest to get through his ball through over the top was such that it tempted the defenders to commit to it mm-hmm. and that's what allowed Forrest to get in behind him who cut it back for Edward. I watched it back just before we, we started recording it. I'm not, I don't even know if it was going on target. Edward took the touch inside him and then he kind of sclaffed it off the defender's elbow and that would end the top corner. I can't tell from the replays whether it was even going in. Oh, but it was. We're going we'll to take it. Uh, we're going to give him credit. Yeah. So, so we qualify. The game. The game's over. I thought, just one more thing in the, the, the Morton game, I was kind of hoping to see maybe Paddy get a run out. So were my balls. <laughs> so were Melly's balls. He was on the bench. He... So the fact that he didn't get a run out in that game tells me that he's probably not going to feature against Rangers. Hopefully a development, he can get a development game during the week, get some minutes under his belt, but uh, it was a hard one. Just We had to make a change at half-time, so that was one sub down. McGregor came on for Rogic because Rogic couldn't last a full match, and uh, Comper couldn't last a full match, mm. so I was hoping he'd get on, but even if he's not fully fit, he could still tell them apart next week. Um, we progressed, we played Rangers in the semi-final So we're really, I mean We're two games away here, three games away Really, from a, a, An historic season, you know We win against Rangers on Sunday Put them out the cup and win the cup Double treble, say what, that's six <laughs> <laughs> Maths on this yeah, podcast that's quick that's maths. Right, yeah. Look, if we win the treble at the end of the season You can't deny it's been a good season but I hate being this negative, but I'm just worried. Should have given it a good go. I know. <laughs> it seems like weeks and weeks, but I just feel that everybody's saying, oh, we'll turn up. You can't just pick and choose when you turn up because one time you'll not turn up when you need to and it's yeah. going to mm. cost you. Yeah, yeah, there is that. And on that, we will we will move on to the Rangers game. This is this is my these are my favourite games the pod pod trip, about trip to Mordor as said in the the intro the the Death Star the Technodrome yeah the Technodrome <laughs> all three of us will be yes. attending the match deep undercover um, Melly I'm going to start with Stephen are you <laughs> are you are you worried about this one Stephen where does your fear register I'll say right now that whatever comes after this sentence is not out of fear of Rangers because that's immediately where everyone leaps to oh what are you scared of them for no we're just we're just trying to sort of look at it objectively and discuss it reasonably because there's no point of us all coming on here boom, boom, boom. Yeah, that's yeah. not that's not much of a podcast so no there's a difference between fear of Rangers and worrying about your own form there was the exact same going into the Zenit game, which it turns out that was that was unfounded because actually played extremely well in the Zenit home game. But leading up to that, I thought I've, I can't remember the expectations being so low for a game because it's not it's not a fear of Zenit; it's about just concerns over run form, and it's kind of 
Kind of similar going into this one. Celtic aren't playing extremely well. That was, in the end, comfortable against Green at Martin, but it wasn't necessarily the most convincing of, of displays. No, not worried about them, but at the same time, I do acknowledge that they are in decent form. So, I mean, Stephen, you're talking about form, so let's let's just lay the cards on the table here. Rangers, six matches, they've lost only one. They've scored mm. 16 goals, conceded seven. Melee, Celtic, six matches, they've lost only one. Strong one also, though. Uh, scored eight and conceded only three but what I will say to you is in those matches only one win against the top six for Rangers in that time they beat Hearts and they lost to a top six team at Hibs Celtic on the other hand beat Aberdeen Hearts and Hibs all in the top six in that same run and they lost to Kilmarnock in top six so we're playing more top six teams recently than Rangers are in fact as far as top six teams go this season Rangers have played top six teams twi- uh, 12 times. They've only won five of those games. Mm. Rangers really struggle against top six sides. In fact, they don't really do it. Aberdeen and Hearts are the only top six sides Rangers have managed to beat this season. I'd- and Aberdeen are, as you put it last week, so beautifully. They cake their pants. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Rangers, they've every right to be confident because... Did you hear them cheering when they got us in the cup? <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good. <laughs> few babies that day I take it oh, geez, right. especially if Jimmy Bell was involved <laughs> so you just want to just this is it Celtic turn up and put them in their place really cement it that we're the top dogs just turn up boss the game and a good comfortable win but am I confident they'll do that yes and no not because of Rangers uh, same as Stephen but because of Celtic it just which Celtic will turn up they've only won seven home games drawn two and lost five so they're, they're not that right, yeah. that's surprising yeah. they're, they're not brilliant at home a lot of that is Kashinia time as well mm. but, but <laughs> uh, have some good days but to think <laughs> that we were laughing at them every week. There was something different we were laughing at. And now we're only six points ahead of them. It says quite a lot for how we've dropped off. No, no, it doesn't. And I think, do you know what it says a lot about? People that spend more time laughing at Rangers bank accounts and Pedro's caravans and Dave Kick. There was a lot of people about more about that. See, then today, Celtic and Rangers still play the same teams in the league. Now, we've already demonstrated on here that Rangers don't do so well against the top six teams. But... Oh, there's a lot of distractions with Rangers yeah. see they're, they're still a football team mm-hmm. they might be skint so people say but they went out in January and they've undeniably improved their team well much like Edward's transfer fee that I've been yeah. talking about it's not a problem for now there's, there's a game of football to be played yes. it's, it's yeah, not yeah. really who cares about Dave King he, he's not going to be on the pitch unfortunately yeah. um, but they, they're sort of quietly going about their business not well as quiet ah, as, yeah. as Huns can possibly be which isn't very quiet at all but especially sort of, when they eat yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're just sort of ticking away gathering, gathering points scoring a lot of goals and they've got several players scoring goals they've got Windass they've got Morelos uh, scoring more goals than us now yeah well that's it uh, Candyass is uh, weighing in with assists we've got two new midfielders both playing well in that Goss and Doherty was it but what's the one thing I've, I've missed out there Defence The defence Yes uh, well, they, they have conceded Almost twice as many goals As right? we have the, this that's season That's the hole in the Death Star If yeah. ever there was one They Have lined up with Halliday A left back hmm. Recently Now there's There's your chance James Forrest Azerbaijan Day Halliday We've <laughs> <laughs> questioned James Forrest And his performances Against the Huns in the past Now's your chance If you're going to be up Against Andy Halliday Oh boy You better turn up What happened to Right good breakfast Lee Wallace He's uh, playing a Development game this week To see his fitness So he could play But either way If it's Halliday Or if it's a half fit Lee Wallace James Forrest should be dominant Aye aye 
who, who else is injured? Is it Declan Bible John? I mean, look, I was I was worried about this game, right? Up until I, I started doing research for this podcast. You all got your media packs today. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Very professional. There's 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 winning games and there's winning games and. Although Rangers are beating teams in the league, they just can't seem to... There's a glass ceiling for Rangers, mm. and and as far as I'm concerned, Celtic are above that glass ceiling. Now, like you said, Melly, Celtic pick and choose when they turn up. So if we have a howler at Ibrox, and Rangers have a great game, they'll beat us. But when did Celtic last have a howler? Kilmarnock. Yeah, it was only a couple of weeks ago. At Kilmarnock. St. <laughs> um, Johnston. Yeah, yeah. Ah. So, yeah, I suppose on your, on your glass ceiling there's... Celtic are above that their glass yeah. ceiling for them, but Celtic do occasionally take a wee holiday down below that glass ceiling as well. Celtic have played a variety of positions, a variety of formations, a variety of selections. Formation, first of all, just give me it. What are you going to do? Need to stick with a three-four-three. Nah, don't don't believe you. I want full backs on there because that's that's where most of the Rangers dangers come. Who Rangers dangers. <laughs> that, that's the problem then, because at the weekend, Ralston and Gamboa weren't on the bench. They'd be the only two right backs we could yeah, use. Yeah, that, so. that is a that is a problem. Stephen, you going for three at the back? Definitely. Yeah. Who's your three? Boyata's back. Is he? Mm. Well, if he's fully fit, if he's fully one hundred percent ready to jump straight in, I would have Boyata back in then. That is risky business with Boyata. We know what <laughs> he can Rogers do. Brendan Rodgers says he's his best fit. defender. That might be true, but you know what it's like for him. He needs a few games to get going, yeah. or otherwise his head can go wonkies, mm. and that is not the game to do it. <laughs> not that the other defenders are that much better. But. Okay, so okay, I'm not going to bother giving my formation. Three is too much. We'll go with yours. Three at the back. Presumably, who are you going to play, Melly? Stop. Higher time. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> are you playing higher? Of course. Who else would you play? I'd go. Ayer, Simonovic and I'd stick with Compare. I think he's got the experience to get himself through this game and he, he looked tidy enough it'll just be the fitness that's the problem I don't rate Rangers forwards I know he's got a lot of goals at else, but, but I don't rate him and do you know what else I, I might be wrong here correct me but see people that get dropped in at old firm games they tend to do quite well see, see but, people that drop in old firm <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah sorry yeah, podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see people that drop into Glasgow derbies they, they seem to do quite well do they not I think Sean Maloney made his debut yeah. in one, didn't he? Did Charlie Mulgrew not make his debut at centre-half in Old Firm game? Peter Grant made Cole his Kay debut. Mizuno, did he not? Level Flood. Janino. Janice Janino, yeah, that's yeah. right. So it seems like the ideal place to drop someone in. And I think, like you say, Millie, Comp is an experienced player, provided he's fit enough, they can do it. Um, so a half-fit Comper or a slightly dodgy Boyata then? Yeah, I suppose that's choice. the choice. <laughs> Unless you go two at the back like I would, then you're just mm. Joe Zonaya. Who's right back then? Mm. Exactly. Yeah, that, is a, that is a tough one Ayer I suppose could probably fill in right back is Lustig injured suspended he's suspended well that that means he can't play <laughs> that, that's in the rules <laughs> um, um, so we'll move on to midfield another another conundrum there central midfield picks itself is Brown and Cham all yeah. day long one thing I, one thing I will say is in Cham needs to practice shooting on the training pitch don't do it so much actually in games <laughs> yeah, or oh, that, that free kick <laughs> rancid, I mean I think the last time he scored was Aberdeen before Christmas. Hmm. I think that's the be. last time he scored. Needs to stop shooting from outside the pitch. Well, uh, outside the outside the box, sorry. Just on your free kick from Incham, speaking of set pieces, I see they've switched the corner taker again. It's Kieran oh, Tierney. Tierney. Absolutely dreadful. <laughs> that's Stephen said about the, the defence being poor, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't be confident if we get a corner that we're going to get a good delivery in. I think it's you get... Just take them short and let James Forrest cross it. 
Is that such a bad idea though? Look at the Barcelona kind of model. No, I know, bad idea. Yeah, I know it's like Celtic probably have realistically too much possession at times, yeah. as, as was evidenced against Zenit. But would that would it be the worst thing in the world to just take short corners, keep the ball, and try and work an attack from there? Because the, the corners simply don't work. No, they don't work. Uh, statistically, you apparently only score from 3% of your corners. So imagine really? what uh, we are. 0-0. <laughs> <Minus. laughs> um, so James Forrest, obviously, he, he yeah. picks himself. Forrest uh, and Tierney will be in the wide. Yeah, uh, who are you having up front? This is it. Do Brown and Cham will play? Do we go with stick with Rogic and Dembele will play? But do you go and give Edward a game? He probably deserves it. Or do you go that wee bit of toughness and get Kouassi in there? Kouassi, Brown nah, and Cham. don't need it. They're midfield. Rogic, Denver's up front. Rangers midfield is so thin it's like rice paper <laughs> I am I am not interested in Kwasi Kwasi is a good player don't need him we're going to get Dembele we're going to get Edward up front I'm going to do it again does McGregor come in see now, he loves him in these types of games absolutely yeah. no one no one will ever have him in their best 11 absolutely no one his mum and dad him. mate yeah maybe um, but but he does play these games I, yeah. he almost always plays it's, against well, Rangers so Wee McGunk's fine I yeah. would have him in I would, I would have Wee McGunk in um, Celtic have got the highest expected goals in the league anyway Go on. <laughs> um, um, I think I think this is one Stephen you've said it before if you keep picking a, if the manager keeps picking a player who's out of form then it's the manager's fault so mm-hmm. listen just give Sinclair a rest, a rest. Hmm. Odson Edward changed the game last week bring him on the only problem with starting Edward is if it doesn't work and you sub him, you've no other striker option on the bench really, you've got Masonda, you've got Roberts, you've got Sinclair, but you've nobody up top, so you take away that option from the bench, hmm. whereas maybe, uh, I'll always say it, like Brendan Rodgers likes, he's trying, most managers do, tried and trusted players yeah. in his game, maybe this is the game for I think, Scott you know what, I think you're right, I think it's wishful thinking on my part, see if Scott, I ain't even going to be angry if no. Scott Sinclair starts, I won't be mad at that. I'd so, expect him to score. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It starts Scott Sinclair because, like you say, Odson could come on and change the game. Just what Stephen was saying about watching the Astana game, it was, uh, I think it was Focus on Celtic put up a year ago today. We beat St Mirren. Hmm. Scott Sinclair did that where he gets the ball just inside the box and bends it into the faraway right. corner. Done that so many times last year, but it's just not happened this year. So maybe he'll do it this weekend well I mean there's so many attacking options we're talking about what we would play there are realistically so many of them Roberts is back hasn't played yet hopefully get a, a wee bit of development action as Emily said we got Charlie Masonda still sitting there hasn't yeah, done anything yeah. yet he is going to explode into this team at some mm. point we're waiting for it could be his day who knows yeah, especially against that, against that lightweight defence yeah oh, absolutely this is, I mean this is a chance for Rangers you know we have since we started this podcast how many old firm games <laughs> how many Glasgow derbies have we lost one one, oh, one the, 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 the Ronnie one the one you know, yeah you know Rangers are going to win another old firm game sometime I just don't think it will be this weekend they will believe that if there is such a thing as you know fate or time to do it it mm. will be this one because mm. see arguably they were they could have been the better team than the nothing each draw yeah. part in the assembly they, yeah. more than a claim to be the, the better team in that game they should have won but for heroics from Craig Gordon remember, remember Craig yeah. well, that, well that is a thing that I hadn't considered and it's sort of you know they were, they were kind of the better team yeah. at Celtic Park it's just I, I just hope Celtic are more switched on to it at this time I think there's more switched on to it I watched the highlights against Falkirk in the cup and well well, they totally destroyed them 4-1 eventually it was they seem to be a team that takes a lot of chances to get those goals Jason Cummings got the hat trick his first in senior football apparently, but could have had about six or seven really. Morelos is the same. He needs more than 
more than one chance to get to that's, get his goal. That, that's the Rangers fans' criticism, Morelos. Yeah. You know, I was doing a bit of reading about him, and and they say he misses the difficult, misses the easy chances, scores the difficult ones. He's hot and cold. Well, look against there a few weeks ago, we missed that one from oh, basically was, under the crossbar. Yes. Plus, we have Moussa Dembele loves these games. He's coming he back. He's, he's, Moussa's really coming back up to speed now, isn't he? Oh, yes. It, it just would take games. There's people still harsh on him because they thought he wanted to leave, but he's mm. never come out and said that, has he? Nah. It's just all been in the press. But the guy, yeah, I think he is trying hard. It's just maybe not coming off for him. But that's him got the goals at the weekend. He loves the big games. Yeah. It's time to shine. We will Moose. score at least two. Look, listen, Celtic, I know you listen. Collectively, you know, Pump Rangers five 0 here. Pump them five 0 on the the cup. Win the cup, everybody's happy. Great season. That's all I want. And I mean, I can see, I can see this going in our favour for a couple of reasons. One, Rangers will want to attack us, right? And that will leave them open. And I hope they do because I'm sure our defence can cope with what they've got, and we've got enough power to hurt them. They will feel pressure to attack us at Ibrox, or they might do the old Walter Smith thing, Melly, and just camp in. How do you see Rangers approaching this game? Eh, I think. They'll try and go for it. This is, as you said, they'll not have a better opportunity in their heads to win a game, so they may as well go for it, but I don't really care what they do. As long as we turn up, we'll be fine. Stephen, you after saying that, you know, go out and beat them 5-0. It was weird because recently I was looking into the the famous 5-1 game, you know, from 2000 or something, Mm. uh, the Vengloss one. I, I googled... Celtic 5, Rangers 1, and then I suddenly realised, oh, that's not a one-off anymore, there's no. loads of that, yeah. there's loads of 5 ones. so yeah, I, I return to those days from I don't last think, season. I don't think at all it'll be 5-1, I think it'll be a lot closer on that, but I'd, I'd like a, like the game in September, we won 2-0, but we never really broke sweat, we just controlled the game, got the goals, there you go, in your place, I'd like, oh, I'd be greedy and ask for another wee goal, a performance this time, 3-0. <laughs> As fans, we want that wee nugget in the season, don't you? You want yeah. that jewel in the crown of the season, the, the result you can look back on and say, that was it. Well, the 5-1 at Ibrox last year, look at the celebrations after Aye. that. Mm. I mean, that was wild. That was, you, you were thinking at the time this could be 5-1, but realistically you thought, maybe not. But we absolutely destroyed them. It was glorious. There's, there's been talk of a title race because the truth is, if the unthinkable happens and Rangers win this game, that's that's them within three points. Do you, any of you think we're, we're in a title race officially? Well, cool. I mean, in a literal sense, yeah. I mean, three points in it, by any standards is a title race. Now, I know yeah. Celtic will have games in hand over that, yeah. but as the old cliche goes, it's better to have the points on the board than games in hand. Yes, it is. I mean, it's, it's, it's a lopsided title race and that Celtic are heavy favourites for it. But I mean, as, as Melly said earlier on, they've, they've slowly crept up and it's they're just sort of right over our shoulders now. I just think their record against the top five teams is what's going to cost them. And we're a we're a top we're top of the top top six, sorry. Top of the top six here. You know, just on the title race, if the top six stays the same, you know, five out of the remaining nine games that Rangers got will be against Kelly twice, us twice, and Hibbs. Out of those teams, right? Rangers have won one out of the last seven. So they've won one out of those last seven ties against those teams and they've got to face them the majority of the last nine games Rangers have not got a home hell in this title I suppose the difference there is that they are going out and putting away the Diddy teams that Celtic have yeah. been on occasion failing to do so recently and, and researching this game has put a, a lot in perspective for me Celtic have had a very very tough season a, a, a much right. tougher season than Rangers you know Rangers have been able to go out in January and get a whole new team in for all it might be loans they're in a position where they can do that 
and they've been putting away these teams that have been beating wee teams like Falkirk 4-0 and Hamilton 5-0 and this but they're not beating Hibs they're not beating us they're not beating Kamarnock so just just skip past Aberdeen Aberdeen everyone <laughs> beats Aberdeen it's amazing maybe Aberdeen are still in where they are Hibs will probably finish above them this season but yeah there's a big jump in class between the bottom six in this league and the top six and there's an even bigger jump in class between the top six and us it was disappointing the Dundee game was uh, cancelled last week you always like to beat a Neil McCann team a wee confidence booster there but maybe it'll, hopefully it'll work in our favour I mean when you look at the league table you see it's only six points albeit we've got a game in hand but six points one win that's them Rangers would, would probably need to win every game for the rest of the season to win the league mm. that's not going to happen but it's got to the point where we needed this wee rocket where well they are behind us they're not far behind yeah. us because see it every time this season we've dropped points it's, but we still win the league that's not the attitude you want to have is no. it? So hopefully that's changed now and we think, well, we need to win now. This is an opportunity for Celtic to just extinguish that wee ember, put Rangers back in their place, just remind them, you know, we were busy, we were away in Europe, we're, we're back now, okay? Daddy's we're back. Home. Daddy's home. <laughs> yes. And on that, um, we shall end. Thanks everyone for listening. You can subscribe on iTunes and you can leave us a rate and review. And Stephen, what, what Android app is it you use to listen? Podcast Addict. So various... Other, other are available unless you want to sponsor us, Podcast Addict. Get <laughs> yeah. in touch. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter at 20 Minute Tims. Thanks everyone for listening. fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue also you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states united healthcare short-term insurance plans underwritten by golden rule insurance company offer flexible budget-friendly coverage for you learn more at uh1.com Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.